Today uh, with us is a beautiful Palestinian musician, singer, songwriter. I think I could describe her in many ways and words, but I'm very pleased to have with us tonight uh, Rashan Hass mm. from Haifa. And we are on the eve of delivering to the world Rasha's album, actually. Mm. How are you feeling about it? I am very excited. I'm very, very, very excited. I was just thinking it would be, it would have been so nice to be on stage tonight, to have adrenaline, to have audience, to feel the breath of the people, to feel the silence when the song is starting. But it's also very nice to be here with you tonight. So thanks for doing this. Yeah. Do you want to describe the scene behind you? Because you're actually at a theater. Yeah, I am in Hamburg. And Talia Theater. I'm working mm-hmm. here now since three weeks. I'm writing music for a theater piece by Arthur Miller, A View from the Bridge. It's a version that's going to be here in the theater in German. Nice. And I'm doing the music. And I am after a day of work at the theater in a very big hall with a lot of natural reverb, like, oh, beautiful. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's a good place to be, yeah. <laughs> and it's you and the echo. Right? Yes. I think that in these times, we are all sort of thinking about silence, echoes, and the limitations of walls. Um, Are you thinking about these things as well? About silence uh, and echo, definitely. Definitely, yeah. I think it's a time where you have to deepen your roots a bit more to survive the storm. A very interesting storm, (laughs) a very quiet storm. But uh, it's somewhat of a storm. Totally. And I think, yeah, it's a lot of silence, a lot of reflecting, a lot of echo. Yeah. Does echo return itself or does it return as a new sound? Ay, ay, ay. I think it amplifies the the signal. <laughs> yeah, I think it like, like I think it, it makes everything a lot more okay. of what it is gives it a different space maybe nice i will now go back to the roots since we were talking about roots and we go back to haifa and your beginnings i'm really curious to know how did you get into music my relationship with music goes back since i remember myself really i was always i started with keyboard i was always like playing keyboard and uh I was always listening to music, enjoying music. I was rapping when I was 10. I was, uh, yeah, and I studied classical guitar since 10 years old for like eight years. And uh, I've always listened to music with my parents, uh, by myself, with my siblings. Um, It's really been there all the time. It's really like since I know myself in a way. It's interesting that you that you bring up the topic of listening to it on your own or listening with your siblings and listening with other people because music has that Mm -hmm. communal experience of bringing people together do you remember your first performance how was it to go on stage and be with all of these people yeah i was a very shy little girl (laughs) and uh, i was (laughs) how old were you 14 15 i think it was in nadi baladna in Haifa, mm-hmm. there was uh, 
Monica Blawi, one of my best friends till now. There was Wala Isbet from 47 Soul. And there was a few other people. And it was like an open mic night. And I then like, uh, I wrote a song for my dad. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I, w- I was like so young. And so, yeah, I just got on stage and sang oh, it. In that's a way. so sweet. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like rock star image <laughs> destroyed. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, I mean, I can imagine with Moody being around and Wala being around, the atmosphere would have been quite fun anyway. Yeah. So can you go back to that moment and describe the space, uh, the stage that you were on, the people who were in front of you, how many people were there? Were you on a raised stage? Oh, wow. It was, um, it was like an old, how do you say, machzan? It's either like a cellar or, uh, yeah, it's a cellar. No, it's not exactly a cellar. It's like a big hall with a big um, steel oh, like door. A storage. Yeah, okay. exactly. Something like that. And uh, it had like, a, it was in downtown Haifa. And uh, there was like plastic chairs. And there was um, maybe... 40, 50, 60, I really don't know. It's like really, no one has ever uh, asked me to uh, remember that moment that precisely. And uh, I was sitting down, I had my classical guitar that I used to study on. And uh, yeah, I remember fixing the mic and it was a bit low, so I was struggling with the stand and I put it in a way that was not perfect, but that was okay. (laughs) And uh, I started singing in a way. I remember seeing my friends. You already said that you were shy. And was it an event, like um, a part of a community event? Or was it actually a whole concert? Uh, it was an open mic, I think. It was like uh, every everybody just went on stage and did like two numbers or so. Uh, and I joined last minute, actually. I, I met Moody a few weeks before. And he's like, oh, yeah, you should sing at the open mic. And I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, I would love to. And uh, I can imagine. Shout out to Moody. Actually, <laughs> totally. <laughs> since we are talking about Moody, and I was going to bring him up as, as well. Um, so Moody is a musician, producer, uh, who is also based in per- Berlin. Uh, and he's one of your good friends. Um, and I can say he's one of my good friends too. Can you maybe say a few words about his music? Is, is there a piece by him that you think, guys, this piece by Moody Khablawi, you need to listen to? I know Moody since then basically so i think i know a lot of what he did he started as a rapper Mm -hmm. he went on uh with like a bit more trip hop he started producing and lately he's been really just like going into production in an amazing way and doing really beautiful materials and uh, we're working on some stuff also all the time like just doing demos, laying songs all the time. Every every night he comes over, we just open a bottle of wine and do a track. And I like, he released last year a song that's called Railway. Nice, I didn't hear that one. Yeah, it's like very disco, 80s, moody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should listen to that one. Yes. On the railway, Seat. Turn my luck to bone. 
Disco and from Moody, I wanted to ask you about the scene in Haifa, maybe a mm-hmm. little bit. So you described the first performance that you remember. When were you there last? Last time I was in Haifa was uh, December, a month ago, two months ago. I went there after almost a year of not being able to go there because of COVID. A year that I didn't see my family, a year that I haven't been home. Mm. And it's been, wow, it's been a lot it felt so good to just be there and breathe for a moment and feel myself there under the sun with my family, with my parents. It was really, really, really precious. Yeah, and about the scene, um, <laughs> I think Haifa has a very, 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 very unique scene uh, of music. I think it's, um, I don't know, when I graduated from high school in uh, 2014, I was just starting to write my own songs. I was playing then with uh, Rimon Haddad and Mai Sadao and Rami Nakhli. They had a project called Akhdar and I was playing guitar with them. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, shout yeah. out and hello to Rimon Haddad. And Maisa. <laughs> <laughs> and Rami Nakhli. Yeah, yeah. 
Is there anything recorded actually from that period that you have? Um, not really, no. We mostly played live. Mm. Uh, it was uh, songs by Ramon mm -hmm. that uh, he didn't record yet. Or he had like from his previous albums as well as albums that he's going to release. Mm. Uh, that we played then. Okay. It was really beautiful material. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit of a background about Rimon Haddad. Rimon is probably, uh, for me, he's a bit of a, an encyclopedia on the Palestinian scene. He's a multi-instrumentalist, a brilliant composer, musician, and lately synth player. And I just love that man. He's amazing. He's really brilliant and a special human being and musician. Totally.
surrounded by all of these musicians um, and so there was this nurturing climate of people working together right because I remember when we met in Berlin in 2019 when the world was open <laughs> and we could party <laughs> <laughs> when we were young and beautiful <laughs> exactly it almost feels like a treasure <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah totally I get you <laughs> So yeah, so we were sitting, <laughs> me, you, Moody, and Shaden, and you just had that dynamic between you, like you knew everyone, you knew probably every musician that was around you in Haifa, and obviously me being from Bethlehem, it's different, because the music community there isn't as big, and I think that the opportunities of creating music and playing music in Haifa and even the fact that there were, and maybe still are, some spaces where you can perform to audiences it's very important yeah totally like around that time it was even before there was like a official stage kind of we just played in cafes and bars and uh, it was really really special because I was basically like right after school and I had like a lot of space to experiment and to play and to meet people And, you know, like, I, I grew up on Tut Ard, like, I used to listen to Tut Ard when I was in high school, and to play with Rami, for example, was, like, really beautiful. Your most favorite Tut Ard song? It's one of their latest, it's the latest album. I love a few songs. I love uh, Kiss. Mm-hmm. And I love uh, Trouble Watan. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great mm-hmm. song. And uh, I love also Yaghali. I think yes. it's a beautiful, melancholic totally. um, ballad in a way. It's, it's really beautiful. Mm, it doesn't come to my mind. And if we were to play one now, which one would you choose? Um, hmm, I would choose Trouble Watan.
go a little bit to your album. I will read a little bit uh, a description about the album. So Desert is a chronicle of moments when things rise from the depths to the surface like tiny floods. The record is an intricate collage that documents a journey from Palestine to Germany, from the personal to the political and back. I want to hear about that journey, Resha. It's your debut album. You had an EP released before, and obviously the whole process now is different. Do you want to talk me through it? So this album, I started writing it three years ago, a bit more than three years ago, when I was just moving to Berlin. And most of the songs were written in the first few weeks. And in my first few weeks in Berlin, a few songs in the first in the last weeks in Haifa, and uh, one song in Turkey, on like a river, on a riverside, under a tree. Uh, hey, this is the last song of Which the one? album. It's called Hey, and uh, it's actually the only acoustic song on the album. It's only me and classical guitar. And uh, we basically had like an arrangement with the band to do this song, and when we played it in the studio, I just felt that it has to stay the way it was written. It has to stay under a tree near the river and um, this is what I did and uh, the recording on the album is a one take actually it's the last song we recorded and um, yeah it was a moment wow which was documented <laughs> Did you see me by the water today? My body is old now, my heart is cold Are you coming to, to my hiding place? I'll sing you songs and wonder Where 
touch me? Can you touch my skin? Will you let me go now? Did you look through through the window today? Time's not waiting for any of us. Hey. I was thinking about the amount of moments that you preserved within the compositions and the words that you put in it. If you, uh, if there's anything that, any special moments within there that you would think these are the strongest moments from Haifa to Berlin, which one was the strongest point uh, or song for you on the album? Mm, there are a few. I, I think, first of all, Desert. Mm -hmm. I remember writing it in my old apartment in uh, Masada Street in Haifa. It very much takes me to this room, to this, uh, to the sound of the cars on the street, to the coffee in the morning in the cafe down, like downstairs. Yeah, it very much like describes the, the light in that room then. Like um, myself, I'm a little beast hiding up the street in a little room. Uh, with a little bed on the dusty floor lays human flesh. It very much describes like a very specific 
period in my life before a very big transition. The second song, which I think is also like a very precious moment to me, is a tea song, actually. I wrote it like very, very, very early morning. It was a full moon. Uh, my sister was just visiting me uh, from Haifa. And I, she went, like she was flying home. I went with her to the mm-hmm. airport. I came back. It was six in the morning. And I just started playing the guitar. And the song came out in like 30 minutes. And it was a moment of arrival and departure. It was a moment of beauty. It was a moment of feeling so full in my heart. Well, I lost you there for a few seconds because of the connection. Why desert for the whole album? I think desert is a journey. I think desert is uh, the baggage. It's the thirst. It's the mirage. It's like this illusion of hope. It's the heat. It's the walking and walking and walking and enjoying what's around you, but um, wondering where you're going to arrive. And I feel that it very much wraps this whole collage in a, in a very solid but fluid way. You obviously released uh, Desert, the song as well, with a beautiful video clip. If we were to play now one song that you would want to introduce listeners to from the album? I would like to play Ashes, actually. Yeah. Okay. And your 
Steps are covered in gold as you leave My dear, I cannot sleep Remain 
the story with the ashes uh, ashes <laughs> cigarette ashes. Uh, also also it started from a cigarette ashes but it's a love song it's about getting close to fire and burning and what remains after that uh it's the cigarettes and the ashtray it's these moments it's these thoughts it's these visuals And I think also this metaphor can go to other things like being on stage and losing your balance and burning and what's left from you after these moments. Uh, losing your balance in a beautiful way, yeah? like completely falling into the song and surrendering to the music. And I think that Ashes is like really about what remains and it's one of my favorite songs on the album. It's a very, very close song. To, it's a close song to my heart. There's... One thing I wanted to pick your brain on, there's a project that was beautiful um, and I only heard bits of it and about it and it didn't make it mm, worldwide. Yeah. Uh, and it was Sudasi wow. working with Camilla Jibran. Wow, where to start? <laughs> Basically, Camilla gathered six artists from Levant area and North Africa to work on a musical project. We each wrote 10 minutes of music. And Camelia wrote two pieces. Mm -hmm. And we worked uh, online for a year and a half before we actually met. Oh, wow. Even before the crisis. Uh, were... <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. We did that before. <laughs> Ooh, genius. <laughs> It was a thing back then. <laughs> so there was musicians from Cairo, from Ramallah, from Haifa, Haifa, Ramallah, Beirut, Cairo, yes. like Cairo. And uh -huh. um, we worked online for a year and a half. And then uh, Camelia, with her association, Zamkana, arranged a residency for us in Paris for one month. That was November 2018. Wow, that seems so, such a long time ago. And we were in Paris. Uh, we were living in Cité des Arts. And uh, it's an art residency. And we were basically working on our music. We were working on Camellia's two pieces. We were learning all of our compositions. And Yes, and I think just to say uh, that with you was, was Sama, uh, Maya, I think, mm -hmm. Maya Khalidi as well. Was Dina Al-Wadidi with you? Yes. Uh, and Ayad, Fadal. And Yumna Saba. And who else? Yumna Saba. Oh, Yumna, yes, Yumna Saba. Yeah, she, she, she's amazing, right? Yeah, Yumna's amazing. Yeah. Like, they're all so amazing, yeah. It was such a rich experience, really. And working with Camellia, Camellia is really such a amazing 
woman, inspiration, like such a big soul and such a big heart. And her music just reflects that. And uh, I'm very, very grateful for this opportunity to have worked with all these amazing artists and to work on a show of like hour and 10 minutes. And we performed, we toured in France, we played like, uh, like seven or eight shows. Is there anything recorded? Unfortunately, no, no. Camellia's approach was like, we don't want to create a product. Mm. We don't want to create a recording and sell it. It's not, it's not, that mm -hmm. was not, I think that was not her vision. I think what she was more interested in the project, like the process, the fusion, the, mm. the, the meeting, the process we went through as musicians, it was like uh, some kind of a lab that she created and we were like running and hitting each other and, and, and learning from each other and, and growing together. Yeah, and Camelia also had an amazing album come out, not really last year, the year before, and she was supposed to be touring, but uh, last year changed all of our plans and lives so far. Yeah, and if you were to play anything by Camelia, would you choose something? I would... It feels like a different Camelia that I know today, but I would definitely go like to Anne Insan. There's a beautiful performance of hers with Oud and another person on the guitar. And she's there with short hair and just like singing so organically and perfectly. This is totally what I would love to play. Takes us to, what, the 80s? I think late 80s, probably early 90s, Palestine. Oh, my. 
do you have plans? Can we plan now? Wow, that's a very big question. I have I have plans. Yeah, I'm planning things, but I'm also also just living and being. Plans of I want to go to Palestine in March. I'm working on a new project, a new EP. Already? Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, not of course, but it's like, I, yeah, like the album was recorded two years ago. And since then I've done Sudasi, I've done Kalimi, uh, which is another collaborative project. I've done a few theater pieces and um, I had an injury in my hands. I stopped playing guitar. I started producing electronic music. I came back to playing guitar and I wrote so many materials. And uh, yeah, I'm thinking of recording an Arabic EP. Yes, it's. In Palestine. It's been brewing for a while, right? Yes, yes, yes. And I think it's the time to do it. Excellent. I want to go there in the beginning of spring. Sounds right. Yeah, yeah you're making me miss home so much. <laughs> <laughs> me too, me too. Right. Would you, would you have a song that represents Palestine in your mind? Let me think for a moment. That's a very tough question. I would say, This one. Oh my god. Ashata is actually Rimon Haddad's band, right? Yeah, yeah. It was one of the first rock bands in Palestine. Exactly. They were exactly. in the 90s and they have this beautiful album. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I actually, you know what? Um, I asked Rimon for it because I couldn't find it. <laughs> and maybe now is the time to ask. Yeah, I think this album should definitely be, re like, should definitely be re-released. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Great. Well, now that you set up your record label, Rasha, <laughs> what are the plans? Cool. And actually, how does it feel that you set up your own record label and you, you saw the birth of your first sort of vinyls come out, your album in vinyl? Mm. I'm so happy. I'm so grateful and happy, mostly. I think like, I don't know, setting the label, it's like, it's just like the paperwork so I can print really and I can be independent and and release my music independently. But it's also, I think, an opportunity like to explore and think what I would love to do with it. And yeah. Because I was thinking about the design, for example, just the fact that you're thinking about what it will come out looking like, what colors I will be using, all of that process, you know, there's a lot of depth. I have to say I'm working with the most amazing team on earth. Like, first of all, my band are amazing. My manager, Loro, is amazing. Big love to Loro, if she's listening. Yes, big love to her. <laughs> totally. And um, she's a strong woman and she's 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 on fire. She's amazing. Yeah. And also the graphic design, I have to say it's the brilliant work of Haytam Haddad. He's I worked with him on my first EP. All the graphic design I've, di I've done, basically, he was he did it. I love him. I appreciate his work. He's one of my favorite artists and he keeps surprising me and he always nails it. He did an amazing job. We had such a beautiful process working on this album together. Great. On that note, we shall wrap up yeah. the episode and the album. And um, I will mm. thank you for being with us tonight uh, and looking forward to listening. Thank you. Thank you so much. من خلف السكينة لاني ملاك صغير 
ضيعي طريق قلت له من وين جاي لعيونك حزين مشفونك دمعة مخبى شجرحك غميل Yeah.